0: That's that's what's. Up. I did not expect that at all. Like I, no warning, no preparation, none of that.
1: No, I never. Like up, my boyfriend man. has left me alone for an hour and came back, <laughs> and I'm like, you can never cheat, nigga. I'm a new bitch. <laughs> Every other pay period, so that's you what's can't something. cheat. Love, love, lust, lust, and that's so
0: So, and this is not an, another new co-host This is still Tanya D For all those who are watching It is,
1: <laughs> it is. you know, black girls know Black girls, you know what's
0: up <laughs> So, I, I, I know we were kind of talking about it Before we actually started recording So, you, you mentioned before that You're you're likely to switch it up every pay period Like that, how much preparation Even goes into it in between, into, in, in it really between.
1: depends Like, it's a girl thing It's okay. a black girl because, you know, you get a hairdo and then just something in your spirit is like, I just want to be a new bitch. <laughs> and, and the only way to get to that is to your hair. Like any traumatic thing goes through, I um, mean, any women that go through traumatic issues or bad relationship or whatever, we just cut out our damn hair off. You know what I'm saying? We start there and then we... <laughs> work it on out but I love changing my hair I just love looking different so.
0: so you've big you like randomly big chop before like just cut it off off
1: What are you kidding me absolutely so let me see 2000 I want to say 15 2015 and my hair my natural hair was pretty long but I was permanent and then I was like I'm gonna just shave all my hair off not tell anybody cause you don't need no damn warning. <laughs> and, um, it went well, except when I did it, it was like the winter was coming in. So the back of my head was cold as hell. And no one told me that you have cold scalp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, um, I can't chop it off anymore. Like I've been natural for like the past three or four years. And, um, my boyfriend told me I'm only allowed one big chop per relationship, so <laughs> I used it, and so okay. I don't get another. So enough. I changed my hair in the meantime.
0: All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, so we'll be we'll be expecting the the hair channel to come in soon. Are you gonna?
1: You know, I'm probably just too lazy for that. <laughs> <laughs> just to be honest, too
0: lazy for that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So kind of saying on on. Kind of in that realm. So one of the first things that we're going to be talking about today is thirst trapping. And so because of you mixing it up, well, you said you haven't taken pictures with it yet. So there, there you go. Pictures to come yet. soon. Yes, not yet. It's coming. <laughs> <Not> yet. <laughs> so the question that we're having is: A, is there an art to thirst trapping?
1: Yes. Oh my. Yes. Listen. Okay. Thirst trapping is. Um, it is art when it can be very subtle but not so much it's like the you know the picture of um tyra banks that's like give me this but not so much yeah it's like the same thing (laughs) it's like you you want to be able to appeal one everybody likes being sexy let's start there like everybody likes to feel sexy i do feel like there is an art to thirst trapping because it like I said, everyone wants to feel sexy and I don't think anything is wrong with people wanting to feel sexy or attractive and also wanting to share that with people. The thirst trapping only gets crazy when it's in mass quantities okay? and the quality is poor. Like I specialize in tasteful news. I would not say specialized, but tasteful. <laughs> so whereas if they leaked, I wouldn't be tripping. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be that upset. If those leaks, you know what I mean? And, and I feel like add a, add a filter, add Sheffia filter, black and white, um, find your angles, find your lighting. And thirst trap, I don't think anything is wrong with that, whether you're in a relationship or out of the relationship. Of course, you just want to be respectful of your partner, of course, in a relationship. But I'm lucky that I'm with someone that just lets me be me and also trust me enough that it's not going to go too far. Okay. I mean, it's it's not gonna be like open ass on my Instagram. You know what I mean? I really try to be you so know, just, just the right judicious. amount.
0: Just the right amount.
1: Yeah, judicious and the thirst trapping. And I you know, you gotta time it perfectly. It's it's art. It's <laughs> art, it's science. You gotta add, to track. it's a bunch of stuff. But um I enjoy it. This really came from you.
0: It did not. No it did. I guess it did. Yes, it, it did. It did. It Honestly, did. Yes, it did. It did. it did. it did.
1: It honestly came from you, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna be honest." So I'm like scrolling, and I'm like, "Is he smizing?" <laughs> I'm getting a smize right now with the eyes and everything, and then you probably just got a haircut, and you know, like we really can't tell men anything when they get haircuts. So Nothing.
0: at all, not not at all.
1: I get that's so why I said, like, I see you trapping, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it because I get it. I get it. And whether you're in a relationship or not, like no one wants to not be attractive.
0: So. I've never thought trapped a day in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh,
1: stop it. Okay. Stop, stop,
0: please. I don't know what you're
1: talking stop about. It. I'm just, okay. I'm
0: out here trying to live my best medium ugly life. And I feel like.
1: You know what? <laughs> you're starting to piss me off. You know, you know, black as well that, you know, you're an attractive guy, and women are going to be attracted to you. And so you help them with the attraction by finding the right lighting that tilts into the hazel of your left eye and shit like that. See, I already know. Uh-huh. I'm on to you. I'm well, on to you.
0: You're not supposed to be able to pick up on stuff that quick. Like, it's. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Well, there, there you go. Have you, uh, like, so. Has there, has there ever been what's been I know you've gotten it because everybody does what's been the craziest like response you've gotten to the thirst trap like somebody who just is really aggressive in your dms to
1: be honest with you I really oh I really can't pinpoint one particular thing because over the years it's just been a series of obscene things that people <laughs> will say to you Um, Under the picture or DMU or whatever. There's really no limits. I think one of them, one of the top one was like, um, I just want to smell under your arms. What? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All my pictures, I've like archived all of my old pictures. So all of those weird comments are gone. But um, I think that I trained people in a way by not responding Uh to comments. So they're not looking necessarily for a comment or response from it i'll just let people comment under the picture and i'll like it because i've seen it but i'm not interested in interacting with somebody that thinks i'm attractive because it's like where are we going nothing's gonna happen here no
0: yeah but
1: you be trapping though
0: i do do no such thing this is this is all it is i mark it and that's all i'm doing that's it nothing more than sure
1: sure sure. whatever you want to call it is fine with me too but I've seen the trappage. <laughs> I've seen
0: trappage. You see, it's, it's got, it's, it's got, calmed down. If you would have been around like a year ago, you would have been like, what are you doing? Because it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh,
1: this is the mild version. This, this is the mid.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it, there's, there's, it's a reason why it's only in the stories now, if you notice, rather than the actual mm-hmm. page itself, because it started, mm-hmm. comments started getting crazy and it was like, all right, we're gonna cut that
1: mm-hmm. Mm, I bet it did. The smizing with the eyes and the—I
0: know no, I have here. no recollection of the of what you were speaking about at all. So
1: have you have you ever been in a relationship where your partner was just so anti you thirsting thirst trapping on socials?
0: Oh yeah, I almost got cut once. Like
1: okay, all right, all right, cause the smizing.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like there Go was ahead. gonna be no more of that because it was gonna be full joker like it was just gonna be cut like
1: now was it the person's was it the person's insecurity or was it you going like od
0: on the third strap? no it was the insecurity because it got to the are po-
1: you sure i'm
0: sure because it like the, as far as the quality of the post there was no different in how it is now than then but when i say mm-hmm. it used to be world war three if, if if it was anything more than a mean mug it was a war
1: well it depends Like, I have this theory that sometimes insecurities don't exist in a relationship. Mm. Sometimes they're created in a relationship.
0: Okay, okay. And
1: so, whereas a person probably otherwise never even gave a damn about what photos, what type of social media engagement that you're doing, um, let's say this person suddenly is like, wait a minute, this makes me uncomfortable because... People are reacting to you and responding to you in this way, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. I never knew it was an issue, and I agree. Until with that. I got with you, and I I'm seeing the other in and now I don't like it. Like,
0: and and that's the thing. Like, I what do you have you found like in what we do, like in being more in the public eye and podcasting and stuff that it that it, it draws those insecurities out a little bit more because I think that that, um, that in my situation, in ourselves I think
1: or in other people, in other people
0: because I think that's what it, what started it. It was the fact that it was like. It went from because in me having like I've had my, for example, Twitter for like 10 years, for example, I've been podcasting two years. So eight years out of that, I probably had 250 followers. I'm up to like almost 2000 now since podcasting. And because of that, like that influx of new people and who is this? Who's that? They're seeing you like I think that 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 drew up some of it.
1: Mm, well, I think for me, <clears throat> Like, I don't I don't necessarily deal with that in this relationship, but I have dealt with certain things in previous relationships because, one, I'm a thirst trap, but I'm not interested in, like, perpetrating my relationship on social media. So it was kind of framed as if I'm presenting myself as if I'm single um, because I wasn't OD with the couple pictures and we taking kissy faces at the movies. And like, I'm not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really like to exploit my relationship that way. Um, but if I take a fire ass picture, it's going up there. <laughs> and so you're just going to have to, and so like in, in the previous relationships, it would really turn into like, why do you need this much attention? And, and I don't like this and I don't like that. And I don't like this and and it really would out to me. That's a personal problem because yeah. I'm not going to stop being me because I know my limits. I know my own self-respect. So I know the things that I will post and won't post because it's absolute heat in my photo gallery. But
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it doesn't offer every 40 pictures I take, I may post two. Okay. For me, that's balance. Those two are going to be fire, but that is the balance. I will take 40. I will post two. The rest are for me, my partner, whatever. And but I think when certain people um, take all of their selfies and put, I mean, their, their thirst traps and throw them up on the stories and throw them on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and then it it, um, I think it just waters down your quality.
0: Yeah, yeah. You I see it so that.
1: often. It's like big ass girls with small waist, nice boobs on socials become a dime a dozen now. So when you see a fat ass, it's kind of like, oh, a fat ass. It's not like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So people have become like kind of desensitized to trapping in a way, you know, you still fall for it. You still like it, you know, but I think that because people have kind of overdone it over time, um, that now is not such a big thing. Like I always worry about showing my full body all the time because I don't like the reaction to my body. Like I'm a thick girl in proper places. So it's like, I'll get attention when I'm out in public and that's, that's fine. Yeah, okay. But when I delivered, I've had people DM me and like, why don't you show your body more? And I was like, as if I'm obligated to do that because you want me to, the obligation. How entitled
0: like, do people have to be to bro, ask somebody this?
1: What? Oh, so you are part of neck up Twitter because you're like 300 pounds. I'm like, no, it's just, one, my face is pretty, but two, I just, I'm not pressed to do it. And then when I do, it's like, oh, you so thick. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I see, that's why I don't do it. Like, I don't want that. I just want it to be a regular ass picture, like yeah. everybody else that's trapping. But when I do it, people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so like, it's the balance. It's the balance.
0: Tra- trap. Responsibly, my friend. Trap responsibly.
1: Trap responsibly.
0: (laughs) Well, anything left on trapping before we move? We kind of touched on the next topic a little bit. So, you ready to just dive into it? So let's do it. The the next one is the importance of being able to be yourself while in a relationship, and that and kind of how you deal with your partner's insecurities with what you post to social media, clothing that you wear. ECT like any if anything that's naturally you draws up insecurity like I said we kind of went into it how do you how do you kind of deal with that while being in a relationship but still being yourself
1: I'll say that <clears throat> I don't really deal with that. I can be I don't really deal with that to be honest because it's like as long as you know me then you should be fine and I feel like I'm pretty transparent of course I wouldn't want like I guess it's different when when men trap. Mm-hmm. I guess because men kind of got to go out of their way. Women could just be standing there and take a picture, and men are gonna thirst. That is, but fact. men kind of do got to do a little bit extra um, because they don't have the accessories. They don't have like an ass, titties. You know, men have like a buffet of options to look at with women. And with with women looking at men, we only have a couple face, physique, teeth. You know. So, for instance, if a guy's in gray sweats and he know his dick print is showing and he's standing in front of the mirror talking about some, some shit he did yesterday, I'm like, okay, bro, we're not looking about whatever <laughs> caption you're talking about. We're talking about the dick print that yeah. we see. <laughs> and it's things like that that, like, I wouldn't see how a man in a relationship may do something like that. You know, I can see how that could create a problem because you're deliberately doing things. It's just like women who contort their whole bodies so their ass is showing, and then they put an emoji over their face because their face wasn't that cute at the moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they twist their body around to show that ass. It's like I, And so they're in a relationship, if I was their partner, I'd be like, why are you going above and beyond? This isn't like you're just chilling, you take a picture, and it's fire, and it's beautiful, and people love it. There's nothing I can do about that. You're not doing anything extra. But it's, it's when you're taking it to the next level, because it's like, what kind of attention are you trying to obtain by this type of polls And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it absolutely. starts to get like, what are you doing? Like, I had a friend who was dating this girl who needed to take a picture every morning. And I was like, nigga, that's exhausting. Yeah. I don't want to take a picture every morning, <laughs> let alone take a picture of somebody every morning. And it starts to make you question the relationship that they have with their followers. It's like what kind of obligation or what kind of parameters did you set on your social media of what kind of person you're going to be? Um, if you're, if you sold the idea that you're this fun person, then all of your posts are going to be fun and colorful and whatever. But if you set the precedence that you're this sexy person and you take these sexy pictures and that's what people are going to expect, whether you're in a relationship or you're not, um, they don't really know or care about your personal relationship. So if we're in a relationship and I notice that you are, uh, Mm, what's the word I don't know I guess tending more or catering you're catering to what your audience wants to see and you're catering to what people like then we're going to have a problem in the relationship because what they like doesn't matter what I like does yeah what what can bother me or affect our relationship that is important but I also believe in letting people be themselves and letting them be free and a part of that Comes letting them have social media like let them have it like let them enjoy it scroll it like pictures whatever my only problem is anything in excess you like a girl's picture I don't care about that if you go to her page and like 27 I'm concerned (laughs) I am concerned why are you liking 27 pictures and it seems trivial when you think about it in totality like oh a like and a comment and an emoji and It seems very trivial and small, but when you start to realize what they mean, it can change the dynamic of the relationship. So what I just try to be as plain Jane as I possibly can, as far as like posting pictures or whatever, I wouldn't say the picture is plain, but it's not going to elicit a whole bunch of crazy responses sometimes. And some of the stuff in my phone, I know for a fact. That is going to get a certain type of response. So I literally go out of my way and don't post. Yeah. Because I just don't need the pressure from me. And I'm pretty sure he don't want to look at that shit either. You know what I'm saying? So I just try to be understanding.
0: Yeah, and I think with me, like in, in my relationship, has always been that I've always been someone who makes off-color jokes. Like, that's just me. I make adult jokes. That's who I am. It's not mm-hmm. uh, It's not distasteful, not like overly vulgar or raunchy. But I make little adult jokes it's just that's just what i do
1: like oh no huh? what do you mean little adult jokes
0: like for example i'm, I'm trying like if somebody that i know it's not random so if it's somebody that mm-hmm. i know is ha, post like a certain picture i'd be like oh you look like you're sitting on somebody's face like you're, you're like, like that smile like you have like it looks like you're happy like you like you just got done sitting on several faces like stuff like that but because it's somebody that i know i know that they they'll take it but because it's public it Right. other people looking in and be like oh that's right. how you joke but it's like okay this is somebody I know like this is it's not that big of a deal they'll know how they know how to take me
1: well but so, it is because it's public
0: yeah, yeah and that, and that's the thing that's, that's something that I've had to realize and, and take off like if you look at my social media now like I still make jokes but it's it's way more tasteful and the ones that I would n- normally like if face to face I'll save that for either face to face or text message or whatever I'll make those jokes there um, as well as like trying to think what else i'm i'm i've I've been told that like my natural because i'm engaging but i've been told that it comes off sometimes as flirtatious so mm-hmm. i try to watch that too because i try to be aware of how other people may take it and hey i don't want the person i'm with to ever have to question like okay are you being flirtatious so i watch it and it's like but and part of it too is that i grew up in europe so, like, the it's it's a lot different there. Like, people have less inhibitions there. So, like, a part mm-hmm. of my adult joke-making is because I did grow up in Europe where it's not that big of a deal to make a cocksucking joke. Like, it's just not that big. It's not distasteful. People do that in their nine-to-five jobs and sitting in the office. So, part of that has been me learning that, okay, I grew up differently, but I have to be aware of how other people may take. Like, the people who grew up with me in Europe, we joke about, even in my family, we joke all day about off-color shit. And if mm-hmm. people look from the outside in, they'd be like, "They are some really they they are some open ass people." But it's not that; it's just that we grew up in a different culture.
1: Yeah, I don't think for men, it's um, it's even more difficult for men because I feel like, especially if you're an attractive man, I think attractive people, period, uh, attractive people who are nice, attractive people who are sociable, things like that, are easily mistaken for being flirtatious because. Mm-hmm. Just a simple act of kindness or just being fun or spontaneous all those things that literally just make up your personality. And to you, it means absolutely nothing. And it's very harmless to you. Um, But, I mean, I've definitely been in situations where I didn't know the person was thinking that we were dating. And I'm like, whoa, no. And that,
0: that stuff is for real.
1: We're not. I'm just like even when in my response, you know, like if I'm, if I throw something in my story and somebody responds to me and it's a guy, if I, if it looks like you're not flirting with me, I'm going to respond. Mm-hmm. If you're responding with, Hey, beautiful, Oh, gorgeous queen for titty, whatever. I no, I'm not gonna respond to it. But if it's just like, Oh, Oh, you watched that at such and such. I'm like, Oh yeah. So, because I don't mind being personable. I don't feel like uh, because I have a partner that I am prohibited from interacting with males in general. And I feel like I know where my limits are. If I feel like the conversation is going somewhere else, I'm going to really write back in and be like, oh, no, nigga, this is not that and that ain't this. Yeah. So, but it, I know that it is a little difficult when you're just being kind. Um, or just being sociable to someone, and you're attractive, it really does come off as flirting. So, yeah. I agree.
0: It, I and, think- it, and it's so weird because people will really make up these whole situations in their head, and you sitting there like, "And what part of the conversation did you come up with this?" Like,
1: let me tell you, you could be, <laughs> you could be talking, and people are just it's it's going in one ear and out the other because they're already thinking about some shit they're they, they got going on in their own mm-hmm. mind. So. I I understand that like men really may have a difficult time with that, especially um, women who know that you're that type of person. If a woman knows that you're just kind of like a friendly person or sociable or extrovert, uh, she wants to make you her bestie. She wants to make you her confidant and all of those things because she's, she's finding some type of thrill from your interaction, even though for you it's harmless. Yeah. like I know that like my boyfriend could get in a situation with a female right now because he's that person he's just gonna talk to you so if a woman comes up hey so blah 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 he's like oh yeah so I've been there the other week and it was he's really just being sociable and it's very harmless so I, I get it I get it
0: do you do you feel like does any part of you, like, how do you balance being in the public eye with, like, still wanting to save, like, part of either your relationship or just your life for you? Like, how do you balance that?
1: Um, I'm very um, hands off, okay. I guess, because, like, I don't even have a commitment to posting pictures. I don't have a commitment to being social. I don't have a commitment to doing any of those things because like I the reason why I said I don't I guess showcase my relationship on socials because I I believe that it opens doors for misinterpretation it opens doors for problems and miscommunications and we we could end up in a like a brawl like fighting arguing, because we posted a, b- a picture and some bitch went under it and put LOL, okay. Now I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Is this your other bitch? Yeah. Who is this bitch? <laughs> and it's like, why why even go through that? And I feel like I'm not hiding him. It's really like a protection of the things that I care about. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm going to have a really transparent <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like There are times where I feel like even being in this genre podcasting and things like that. I feel like I have shot myself in the foot so many times. I have let opportunities pass me by so many times mm-hmm. because I fear giving up my freedom. I fear getting so famous mm-hmm. like to me success and failure feels the same sometimes.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Because of the obligation that comes with um being in the spotlight. And when so let's say say this show catapults or my show catapults to number one. And suddenly people are completely invested into who I am. So I'm definitely getting, you know, messages about showing my body more. I'm definitely getting messages about all these other things. And it's like, I'm trying to get out of, I'm trying to figure out how to balance that because Mm -hmm. I, I just cherish who I am and I cherish the people that I love so much that I don't wanna give them to the public. Because the moment people give a fuck about me, they're gonna give a fuck about them. They mm-hmm. wanna know where my mother grew up. They wanna know uh, my family and my friends. And like, I feel like no one, I'm, I, feel, I feel like if I'm giving my talent or service and, and I become famous and people are digging up stuff on me, that's fine. But when it goes too far, like your family, we see that happen all the time. Mm-hmm. We, we watch all the time people just attack celebrities' kids. Look how we treated Blue Ivy. (laughs) She was like two.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That was her daughter, you know what I'm saying? And so when you're in the public eye, I feel like I would be one of those, um, like, Frank Ocean's uh, Adele, uh, Sia. Yeah, just doing whole podcasts with my back turned. (laughs) I don't want the additional from what I'm already dealing with because pe- the entitlement that people have over you when you become famous, I feel like that's, that's like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it, it, It's funny because like I, I did this event called Cloud City um, this past weekend here and <laughs> doing, being there. And it was like a group of like creatives and directors. And it was just a, a great event to be at. Like so many people stopped me and talked to me and and, and stuff. And then one of my uh, partners, Malcolm, he was like, do you you kind of know that you're like a semi big deal in this city? And I was like, <laughs> no, I, I I never want never want to think like that. He was like, bro, literally out because he was wearing a, a T-shirt for my podcast. He was like, <laughs> people stopped me and was like, is he here? Is Hayes here? And I'm like, bro, that's, that just blows my mind. Um, <laughs> and so because of that, there is part of me who is it, like I have Hayes. Right. And then I have Cordero, the person. And so I feel like I have to separate the two sometimes and I and mm. and it it because of like I I want to be able to just be me. You feel me like I want right. I don't want to feel like I have to be on all the time. And yeah. and especially like doing this show and like doing live shows and stuff it's like people I I find feel like I'm always this lively goofy person and it's like sometimes like naturally i'm an introvert i want to be quiet like i really want when i'm out in the world i want to be quiet and so i'm it's a balance that i'm that i'm trying to strike now it's like when to turn it off when to turn it on and i'm starting to learn to turn down some events just because of that like i still want to go but i'm not going to go to do my thing i want to go just to enjoy and because hopefully because i'm not on a flyer i'm not on anything i can go i can get the hell out without it being a big deal so, but
1: people find you. They're yeah. like, oh, so, so-and-so is here? Oh, we can get this thing. And, and it's like, because they, they see you as the the entity, the yeah. entertainer. And when you don't get a chance to turn that off, like, I have such a deep uh sympathy, I guess, for celebrities, because I understand it 150%. It makes no sense to us. You know, just the things that they do, the trauma that they keep up, but- there is a part of me that just—I um, feel so much compassion for them, and I know people don't like to because they're rich and they have everything. And why do you? Why do I need to waste my feelings on feeling bad for them? But really, it's like I couldn't imagine having a talent that literally is so big it can't—I can't contain it—and I have to share it with the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have a Whitney Houston. You, there was no way on earth. She was not going to be Whitney Houston. She has something. So you have these celebrities that have these talents that they give to the world. And when they give it to the world, it's like the world owns it now. Yeah. They yeah. own a part of your creativity. And because they feel like they own a part of your creativity, they feel like in, in turn, they own you. Yeah. And so now you're operating out of your, your catering to the audience and, and being less of yourself. And that's why celebrities get lost. They get lost because they create a caricature of themselves. Cardi B is a caricature of herself right now. So when she shows up to somewhere, she has an interview, whatever, they're like, go ahead and do it. Oh, go go do (laughs) your Cardi (laughs) thing. And so right on the spot is like, perform for me. Like, fuck you being a person, perform for me. And so that performative nature over time that's why they end up on drugs. Just trying to escape from having to be this version of themselves that they sold us. And now they have to be it. Yeah. So every time we see them and they're not that we talk shit about them. Exactly. They change their hair. We talking shit about them. Mm-hmm. They get pregnant. We talking shit about them. Uh, they have a family dispute. We talking shit about them. So um, I really, I really am curious to see how that's going to pan out for me Cause his face belongs on the (laughs) tissue, but I really am curious to see how I'm going to, uh, really navigate that because I am, I told you I've shot myself in the foot so many times because I'm like, I don't want to let go of my freedom. I still want to be me without being obligated to be the public version of me. So, yeah.
0: You, and, and and it's coming for you because you're inspired I think in our first conversation and me reaching out to you about this like you you know the stories that you have you know what you've been through you know how you can you mm-hmm. talk through that and really try to uplift people so that future is mm-hmm. bright for you just prepare for it because it's coming it's coming
1: ooh, ooh. I'm going to play this video this this podcast
0: back one <laughs> cool yeah. cool all right let's move into the next one uh our second topic for today and this one is hilarious so uh i know you've seen it everyone who's on, been on twitter has seen it so this dick yelp review thing just it went viral it blew up like you couldn't yeah. be on twitter without seeing the dick, dick yelp review um yeah. but it got it got taken down and it got taken yeah. down because celebrities start and it's just i'm not like they say it's not because of that but once celebrities reviews started getting put on there, it's funny how it got taken down. So what do you think about this old, this whole Dick Yelp uh, madness?
1: Um, I think Dick Yelp is a great tool. <laughs> uh, just like men have had whole facts, which are just ridiculous yeah. because all a man has to just assume that you a hoe, and you a your hoe. fucking credentials are messed up. Yeah. Now women are less inclined to do that because why would we just give ourselves a body? so i feel like one that's fucking hilarious and honestly because the the feminist in me any way to stick it to the patriarchy is great for me because you have men don't always get reviews of their sex and that's another thing like i was talking about it on my show on urban sweet talk but i feel like men if women aren't honest about what their sexual experience was with that person like you moaned through it you faked a nut you did all of those things you got it you left in bed and you're feeling dissatisfied or unsatisfied and he went to the bathroom playing the dick game because he thinks he laid it down <laughs> you know the pat, pat 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 and when they you sling your dick on each side yeah. anyway uh,
0: maybe wait, do, do, do that one, that one more time just do that one more time yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> men you know so there aren't always a bunch of reviews for men's sex or or their sex activities you know what i'm saying it's always about how women perform how we perform what we're like if we're sexy is the pussy good is it wet is it tight but no one is talking about the dickage and (laughs) that needs to be discussed because there's so many men that feel like um their dick is the bomb and girl, you ain't never had nothing like this. And then some women are like, thank God. <laughs> I never wanted it. I actually wish I could delete that body, but I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like it drops off the, the sex credit like every eight years or some shit. So oh,
0: was it a bankruptcy?
1: Absolutely. Like <laughs> you gotta wait till that shit fall off. And then that body never happened. It never happened. Especially if you didn't come. It really did. Happen. So Men need dick reviews. Um, so I'm sad to know that they took it down. Um, for women, I don't think it's because whole facts was a thing. Mm-hmm. Because men go around asking other men about women. And all we have to do is just have this presumed guilt of being a hoe. And I mean, it doesn't stop men from trying to fuck us.
0: Yeah. Most right. don't care. They don't care.
1: Right. Because they also want a part of the hoe. But yeah. it, we're not a hoe. They only insert themselves in one, and when they leave, then she's a hoe by herself. He didn't do anything. This is really how men think. Yeah, I'm a fucker, but she's the hoe. I'm like, I'm only one of y'all is the hoe in the situation. You knew she fucked men behind dumpsters of in plazas, and you still wanted to do it. This is the despicable part about men sometimes, <laughs> because it's like. Bro, you don't even care. Like you look at the women, especially late night on Twitter. Hear nothing. Oh, late night on oh Twitter, late night on Instagram. I'd be like, "You're you're horny, horny, <laughs> horny man, horny man. Yeah, that's you. What are you doing? Liking all of this? It stuff.
0: gets real. Anyway, it gets real. Like it's it's after eleven p.m. You 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 got to kind of bob and weave through it because I'd be like, also real.
1: that's what you into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. anyway, I feel like men have done it from the beginning of time, giving reviews on women's sex, our bodies, our asses, our lack thereof, titties, lack thereof, and and there's always been this open discussion on women and women's sex and whatever, but there's never this open discussion on men's sex, and men actually should read these reviews, Mm -hmm. even if it's not for them. I wish it was still here, just to read some reviews and be like, hmm, that's an area I can improve. <laughs> so,
0: but you know, nobody takes like that. but, oh, she lying, man. She's just mad because I didn't get with her. Like, you know, that's what You
1: see? <laughs> that ain't never going to be the case. She lied on me because I wouldn't let her fuck. That will never <laughs> be the case. She wanted the dick, but I was like, no. I'm not- <laughs> no, that's never happened in the history of never. Um,
0: Would that be a hit to your ego if that happened to you? Huh? Would that be a huge hit to your ego if that happened to you? If you was like actively trying to get someone there like, you know what? I'm good.
1: If someone denied me sex? Yeah. Oh, That would not go well. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you. My pride and ego bruised, broken, disgruntled, (laughs) Um, any negative word. Because it's like women never have to do a lot to get sex. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's always just there. Dig is like air. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's everywhere. So we don't have to really do much to get it. So when you finally come across someone that's like, oh, no, no, I don't do that. I'll be like, oh, that's cool. So goodbye. I've <laughs> never seen it again. <laughs>
0: Do they get blocked after that?
1: I will fall off the the planet. <laughs> yes, I will. And plus, you're not going to tell anyone you denied me, dick. No. You don't get to tell this story, nigga. I don't oh, even remember man. it. It never happened. That is hilarious. <laughs> <It never happened>. <laughs> <laughs> Denying me. Oh, what type of shit is...
0: That is hilarious. Oh, wow. No. Um,
1: no. How about you? Do you find this that is one that has been removed but did you find like any issues with the dick yo
0: no i mean because like you said like people people do it just on their timeline all day long anyway like the fact that there was like a centralized place people could just go for it no i mean i don't have any issue with it it's it's then again i haven't popped up on it so um that's why well i mean i've had i've had stuff written into this podcast before but that was before you got here so you don't need to know about that what yeah i'll send you the episodes to listen to it's yeah it's it's happened a few times actually but
1: i believe it anyway don't be being innocent
0: stop it anyway playing innocent (laughs) but no i didn't i didn't see any issue with it at all um i mean i was shocked when it started getting like like celebrities started getting reviews like especially like the married ones it was like oh y'all really don't give no damn like y'all for real um but I mean that's
1: why they shut that shit down breaking up their happy homes oh
0: yeah yeah cause (laughs) I think there was one on like on like Idris Elba or something and it was like oh okay okay y'all this is what y'all doing so yeah
1: if men were more confident in their dick game Mm -hmm. that wouldn't even be that wouldn't even bother them it'd be a breeze. that's true they'd be looking forward to it see what the review is because that little quick review you know how you finish having sex and the person like oh so you know trying to get a little recap mm-hmm. or a gauge so how you it good? was for like you. are you
0: good good though like go ahead
1: you straight you need some juice <laughs> like no nigga you ain't do nothing worth needing juice
0: <laughs> so,
1: i am fully hydrated still
0: <laughs> why do i have this picture that you were like the most cut though per- like like you would kick somebody out like like that was terrible. You, you gotta, go. You gotta know, go. Let me
1: tell you. <laughs> okay, the savagery that used to be me. I okay, honey, if you're listening, sorry. Um, there were there were times where I'd be like, yeah. So literally, you can come. We're gonna smash. Um, we're gonna talk some shit for a while, and then you're gonna go home. Like that's my plan. Like, the spending the night. No, no. So he came over, you know, he's like laying around. When I got up to go to the bathroom afterwards, I put my robe on and went to the bathroom. When I came out, I had politely got his jeans, folded it over my arm delicately to let him <laughs> know that he can grab it. I got his keys because he left it on the counter. And I'm like, here you go. And he's like, oh, so I got to go. I'm like, Immediately. And he's like laughing cause he's embarrassed. Like, Oh, you crazy? Oh. But he's still getting dressed and I'm happy and he got to the door and I dapped him up like, no doubt. That was good. Appreciate it. Good looking out. He's like, so I'm call you. I'm like, nah, you know, we will see about that next time. But wow. just the way that I was, and it's like, you, you will never be able to call me a liar. Okay. I'd rather you say that I'm mean or whatever than to say that I'm a liar because I know. I have definitely walked men deliberately to my front door right after. Like there's no seconds. There. No. We did it. It's done. You can go home.
0: Well, okay. Savagery 101 from Tanya D. That, that's Let her know. Yeah, let her know. Oh, let's move into the third topic for today. This one has been one that's been like I've seen more and more on my timeline over the like at least maybe the last year, definitely the last 6 months or not so and that's these remote control vibrators. Ooh. So like what what do you think about the trend of the like? I'm sure they've been around longer, but what do you think about the trend of not only doing it but posting the video of the reaction of the girl? Like, what do you what do you think about that?
1: <sighs> I think okay, so the concept in itself is genius. Yeah, it sure. is genius because I love those things. I love anything, especially sexually, that gives you guys memories and you share that with somebody. Of course, that's special. You wouldn't give the remote to a nigga that don't text you back consistently. No. But if you're in a relationship and you kind of just want to explore, you want to spice it up. Or I would say spice it up because that gives the idea that the sex has gone bad. And that's not true. Sometimes you're just interested to do other things. And I think that's perfect because it's very intimate. It's controlled. Mm-hmm. And even if it is in public, he has control. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And presumably you're putting the, that in the hands of somebody that you trust, right? Um, but as far as posting the videos I also don't think anything is wrong with it because it's not we've seen much worse we've seen people die on the internet (laughs) so a woman kind of like getting aroused by the you know the remote or whatever I don't think anything is wrong with it actually I mean I'm on the internet right now (laughs) (laughs) because I think it's fun I think it's It's interesting, and I feel like post more videos of of you guys doing it, especially black people. I like to see black people um, explore more sexually because we're always over-sexualized, so we kind of like try to tone it down sometimes. But I feel like do it, man. Enjoy yourself, especially if you're in a relationship or dating somebody that's also with the shits. That's another thing. You have to be with somebody with the shits. Because if you present this to someone, they're like, I don't think that's appropriate. And I don't think uh, oh, that's I, such I don't a really know kill. about that.
0: That would be such a buzzkill. Oh,
1: boring. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, have fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much like you. Like, I do. It's nothing distasteful about it at all. Like, have fun. And it's something that really only you. Yeah, if you post a video, people who watch it will know. But at that time. Like who cares if you're in a room with crowd of people? It's not like your finger in her. Like you're you're doing something that only you two will really know what's going on. Right. It's intimate. Anything that builds intimacy in a relationship is amazing. It's good. It strengthens it. So and and yeah, even regardless of all that, it's just fun. Have fun, it's people. Fun. Have fun.
1: To me, the worst thing that can happen is something bad. Oh I would say the best thing that can happen is something bad. Because now it's a funny memory.
0: Ex- yeah,
1: and I like, remember that time we tried that. Um, <laughs> those are great times, and so like to me, the worst that can happen is something funny, and I always remember it. And if it's not funny, then it's going to be enticing or intimate or personal or sexual or sexy. Um, I think all that all that stuff is fun. So do I mean, guys, don't whip out like a dildo yeah,
0: at kiddie movies or weird. something some like that. No, overboard with it, like like yeah, yeah.
1: moderation. Yeah. Moderation.
0: Okay. Last question on this before we go into our break. Would you, you maybe you have. Would you ever use one of these?
1: Absolutely. Okay. I'm on the interwebs right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One may be maybe getting ordered soon around the Johnson household, but I'll just leave that alone. Um, but that's enough <laughs> of that. We're getting ready to go into our break. When we come back, we're going to answer some of you guys' emails. We'll be right back after this. What up, everybody? This is Scoop Grady. This is the boy AB. Make sure y'all check out the Inside Scoop the second of every Wednesday. Make sure y'all check us out. Yeah, man, we dropping this shit every other Wednesday, man, at 11 motherfucking o'clock. Please kill, kill, double fucking kill. We're back, and we're going to read a couple of emails that we got this week. Hey, you guys have been sending in a lot of emails. Tanya, I have to get you the login information for the email so you can see some of this because
1: please do yeah, I, yeah,
0: I remind me that after we get off this. Um but this first email uh is is a good good one so I'm gonna go ahead and start reading it. It is my longtime friend tried to kiss me while his fiance was asleep in the other room and I do not know how to comfort him about it. In a nutshell, if I do confront him, how do I do it and how do I get him to admit his wrongdoing? I feel as if he could easily deny it and turn the tables on me. If I was his fiance, I would want to know. I'm considering drafting up a response explaining why we can't be friends anymore. I'll make it unarguable as to why I'll thank him for the time we had together, but close on the fact that I did not feel comfortable with this level of intimacy among friends. I think I should give him the option to argue. And despite what he says, I should stick to my decision. Thank you for any advice that you could provide.
1: Woo. Woo. chow, Woo. Yeah. Woo chale. Well, I'll say that you don't owe him any extended response or explanation because he is fully aware of, I don't know if this is a man or a woman, but they're fully aware of what they did to make you feel uncomfortable. And I feel like sometimes we offer too much of an explanation for our absence. If I need to be out of your life for whatever reason, and I feel as if you understand exactly why that's happening, I'm not interested in a a long dialogue of of what we need to do and our friendship. I know that when it's a longtime friend, of course you want to give them that liberty of going, okay, this is why it made me uncomfortable. This is why I'm taking this position. But it's almost like a deliberate disrespect, um, one to you and then to the fiance, because I, I don't know how long you guys have been friends, but one, I wouldn't involve the fiance, but, um, I would definitely need to separate from that person because I can't see it escalating from there. I can't see us having a stronger, better friendship from you trying to kiss me. I don't see that because from that moment, you let me know how you see me. Yeah. And that all the time that we had together, it may be one thing to me, but for you it's something different and, you know, enough for you to feel like you want to kiss me. Um, And I feel like just separating yourself from the friend is sufficient and they know exactly what they did to violate you. So it, I don't think it needs a drawn out explanation. Um, and like you said, you know, you're going to stick to your decision no matter kind of what happens. So I don't think anything is wrong with just completely falling back from the situation and the person without having to give people a complete explanation for your absence.
0: I agree with you. I think we get caught up in, like, in, like, closure and overly providing it. And sometimes you just have to get the hell out of there and go.
1: Right. Um, Grab your shit and get out.
0: Yeah, because I'm, especially in a situation like this, like, what what, explanation, what could he say to you that would make this any better? It happened. You guys both know what happened. You know how you feel about it. You can tell him if you feel, like, like that you want to end the friendship. But you really don't owe anything other, other than that regardless. Mm-hmm. And I definitely wouldn't. Include the fiance, unless you have like a super close relationship with the fiance as well, because that's just bringing more mess and that does leave it up. Yeah.
1: It, I wouldn't. It, it, unless you succeeded, unless we smash unless it has to be extreme okay. for me to blow up your life like that. Okay. I feel like I don't need to blow up your life because you know you're wrong and I know you're wrong. Yeah, true. And so my absence is enough. Your, your fiance at some point is going to be like, where is Tanya? I haven't seen her and God knows when. That's up to you whether you want to explain that. But I'm not going to blow your shit up unless you do something so outlandish and so disrespectful that I have to. Okay. But trying to kiss me is not enough for me to ruin a potential marriage. It's just not. They'll sort that out on their own. It will manifest in their own relationship in one way or the other. Very but true. I'm out of it. I don't wanna be the factor that was like, oh, you know, I'm calling this off because you tried to kiss her. Like, what are you gonna do with that information as a fiance? Like, your fiance tried to kiss somebody. Not even succeeded. I'm like, nigga, no, you're a failure. Let's start there. <laughs> you didn't succeed in kissing her, you tried. But um, no, you don't owe anybody any explanations. It can be a sharp, emphatic, no, full stop period.
0: There you go, mm-hmm. full stop. Well that's that one that was that was a good one keep sending them in people we do definitely appreciate the engagement with the emails hopefully you guys are enjoying and one thing i want to say we would very much appreciate follow-ups on some of these like
1: yes please yeah yeah,
0: please do because we we're invested at this point now so we we want to know how stuff ends how how it works out how if you use our advice or if you didn't we so send us that uh those follow-ups as well so there you go
1: please do all right Our second question, I'm not sure who this came from, but um, I've never been in a relationship. How do I get over a huge crush? Ooh, child. (laughs) Um, Personal issues. I met someone a few months ago, and over the last weeks, I'm sorry, over the last few weeks, I've developed a crush on them. It's been making me feel miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've tried to forget about them so many times, but the feelings keep coming back. I don't want to cut contact with them because I see them as a good friend. To complicate things? Oh, I've never been in a relationship. Everyone I've been interested in dating has always turned, it, turned me down. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I read that completely wrong the first time. <laughs> anyway, so uh, everyone I've been interested in dating has always turned me down. I don't expect things to be any different this time, and I haven't made my feelings clear because I want to I don't want to lose them as a friend or make things awkward between us and within our friendship group. How can I move on? Okay. So, you want to go ahead and um I, I really Answer that first. I,
0: I don't know if I have great advice for this one um cuz I've never I've never been in a situation like this. I would it's hard to put it's sometimes hard to put feelings back in a box, right? Like once that that kind of gets out there.
1: Box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can't, it's hard to box things back up. So if you don't feel like it's, you have to decide, all right, is the friendship worth possibly losing by opening this box and telling them how I feel or mm-hmm. do I, and, and do I think that it's, it's not going to be fruitful for us to even try to pursue something else? Like you, you have to kind of read it in and remember why they're your friend. If that friendship's worth losing or taking a chance on losing, I guess go for it and let them know how you feel, but nothing in your letter indicates that your feelings are reciprocated at all. So because of that, it tends to make me think you should try to keep that box closed as long as you possibly can, because it, it, it may, like you said, make things awkward for not only you and them, but also that whole friend, your, your group of friends that you have.
1: Um, my advice in this situation, I know it's probably against what I probably would say, but here we go. So I feel like, it would be appropriate in this case to dispel like your feelings for that person, because they clearly, you know, like you said from this from this email, it doesn't look like it's uh, any reciprocity going on, or you haven't written about it. Um, but I feel like that's that's a conversation that needs to be had. Hey, I know we've been hanging out, and I know you may not feel the same, but these are my feelings, and I don't know what to do with that. And that person will let you know, but I feel like because you said a few months ago, so opposed to like the last question, this is a person, a long time friend. This is someone you literally met a few months ago. Yeah. Um. So to me, it's not like you would be giving up forever. It's not like you'd be giving up the tenure of a 15 year relationship or what have you. Um. So the less time that you have been with that person, I feel like the less you have to lose. And by your honesty. So, and I know that when you, you care about people, you like people, whatever, you want to keep them around as long as possible. But when you start developing feelings for them, it's the secrecy of the feelings that literally drive you mad. It will drive you crazy. Um, You know, let's say that person is dating and they want to confide in you about that dating you're going to be just gritting your teeth through the whole conversation. Yeah. Wow. Gritting your teeth through the whole conversation. um, Because you can't bear to listen to this woman or this man talk about this person that they, they actually do like, and they, the feelings are reciprocated. And so they're going to consistently put you in that friend zone type of, you know, you're only friend zone because of your feelings. If you did not have those feelings, it is not the friend zone. (laughs) You're just being a friend. Yeah. Um, so I would say to be honest and say, Hey, I know it's uncomfortable, you know, but this is what's happening and I can't really fight it anymore or pretend like it's not happening. Um, and let that person deal with that, how they may, they may be like, Oh, I never even thought you looked at me this way. Yeah. We can go for a drink or I never looked at you that way. You're like a brother to me. You're like a sister to me. And I don't know what to do with that information, but you know how to move forward with that because you laid it all on the table and you let that person know this is where you are. And if you lose a friendship that you've acquired in a few months, then so be it. So stop being soft and scary and go ahead and just say how you feel and um, keep us posted. (laughs) Because we need to know the results.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, this is definitely one that we would like to hear how that conversation goes. And you make it, make a great point, too. The friendship is so new that it should be able to recover either way, <laughs> I would think. Um, I think like that
1: about relationships, too. Yeah. If we're dead, I don't have any quorums about telling you that right now because I've lived X amount of years without you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to live X amount more without you. And I know that I will survive without your presence, but I'm not going to not be honest with myself. Um, especially if I'm around you and I'm starting to have romantic feelings for you. Um, the more you bottle it up, the yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my audience is like, but mm-hmm. if you watch Dawson's Creek, you know exactly what I'm Ooh, talking
0: about. I, I, that's one of my guilty pleasures. So don't judge me. <laughs> I watched the hell out of Dawson's Creek.
1: Side note. It's on Hulu, but it does not have the intro song.
0: What? How do you you have that without the intro song?
1: They never paid for it. They didn't pay Hulu. Right! Wow. To use the, I don't want to wait. That's the only, that's like the second reason why I watched that show in the first place. For the intro, but it's gone. Anyway, it's important to just divulge when you have those feelings, especially for a new relationship or friendship or whatever it may be. As new as it is, that should give you more incentive to say it just the way that it is because yeah you'll miss them sometimes but over time and you never know it could develop into a, a a your first relationship also we did touch on the fact that you said you've never been in a relationship yeah because that is a little alarming how,
0: I, there's no age in this so when you send a response in yeah i would like to know how old you are if that if you're comfortable with that because to say that you've never been in one that does raise a lot of a lot of questions. And it may explain right. why you tar for you to get over a crush because you've never really experienced.
1: Got past that.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So uh, that could be a first one or it could be completely heartbreak. Don't know. But keep us posted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That was all we got for this week. Miss Tanya D, do you have any parting words, wisdom or anything before we get the hell up out of here?
1: Um, oh, one thing that came to me in meditation because I meditated in the mornings is, um, you know, the saying that eyes are windows to the soul. Mm -hmm. And when I came out of my meditation, I realized that eyes are the windows for the soul. So it's not that people are peering into your eyes it's your soul is peering into the world. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. It
1: is the window for your soul. Um, so when, and and so the only way that you're experiencing life is through your eyes, through your senses. And so how could the eyes be the window to it? I feel like your essence is too big to have a window to it, but it definitely needs a window to look out, which are your eyes. And that's how you perceive things. That's how you understand things. It's all about what you perceive and what you perceive is with your eyes. So it's actually windows for the soul to me. I could completely be lying but that's what came to me in meditation and i wanted to share that because i love it so much
0: well damn all right um (laughs) (laughs) i said it i already said you got a special call and you just dropped some knowledge this is what you do this is what you this is this is this is what you're here for so
1: I feel like, I
0: feel like. Well, I have no, no, nothing is is as insightful as that to say. So I'm just going to go ahead and and not say anything. (laughs) Uh, But you didn't give them your social media either, Tanya, so they can follow you. Of
1: course, you guys can hit me up always on the Twitter machine at I am Queen T I M Q W E E N T E E. same thing on Instagram, you know, don't be creepy. And of course, make sure you always check out Urban Sweet Talk podcast. Um, which also will be available on the Brex Media as well. So, yeah, see you guys next week.
0: Absolutely. You guys know where you can follow me. You can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO Make sure you leave a review. Any questions, feedback, comments, concerns, you can send them into. Love, Lust, BAS at, at Gmo.com. And that's it. This is another week of the best dog podcast around. And we're out. Peace.
1: Look, they're for the black. they for the like Kevin and Robin and Rockham and ticking and Forty. Be quiet. Niggas recording. You want to talk with the dub in them house and I'm housing that bitch. Bleed it to death. Feed on my niggas, then leave it to death. I've been so good with this shit. Do you live it to die? All them niggas bereaving your steps. Uh. Uh, mama, I just wanna shine Pussy ass nigga gon' lean on the breath Nigga, I woke up this morning feeling like I don't be needin' myself I'ma get bigger than who kid Who can go harder than Mac Put the L'Zan in my back I'ma go harder
0: though, I'ma go harder though Look at the Mardi goat Smokin' the artichoke did what you want it. Ain't did what you want it. they this in the fool I'ma flip me your bitch in the morning note I'ma flip
1: me your bitch in the morning no I'ma flip me your bitch in my partners talk shit with my niggas ain't this why we in it, ain't this why we did it? Made it back home Pocket full of money, god damn Them niggas might smile when they see them, nigga. Made it back home.